So it turns out um, at the same open house, I actually locked myself out of the open house oh, and had to call God. locksmith. How, <laughs> how, do you, how do you lock yourself out of the house? You walked out without the key? I was taking a selfie in the front yard. Once upon a time, there were two dreamers. One was named Abby. How's it going? And the other was named Casey. What's up? Together, they saved the world. Well, kind of. Abby became boss. Casey went to work with her. And then they became best friends. <laughs> Pretty cute, right? Not to me, though. I'm the type of person that goes for this sort of thing. Anywho, what Abby and Casey were about to discover through real estate, their world was a lot bigger than they knew. I mean, a lot, 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 lot bigger. The door shut and it locked and the key was inside. Yeah, auto, auto lock? Uh, mechanical auto lock? It was just an old door. It just, there, no, no mechanical anything. <laughs> I forgot. It was almost like God I, just I, shut I, the I door you, and said, I forgot nope. about this. So, so. You've made no money. It's been three months. You've got this one maybe hope of a client. You had a chaser down in the street in her car. Yeah. And while you're doing that, now you're taking a selfie and you still made no money. Yeah. You still have no deal. Yeah. And now you have to pay to have a locksmith. How much did you pay for that? 180 bucks. Now you're negative 180 from the exactly. open house. Exactly. Yep. Hang with them, folks. Yep. Hang with them. Yep. How are you feeling? Um, when you're going through all this, like, you're like, man, real estate is awesome. This will change your life. You love it. This is so great. You get to do what you love. How are you feeling in that moment? I actually was just running on adrenaline because I still loved it. I still knew that God had a promise for you me in real it. estate. You yeah. believed it. Yep. I don't think I ever was like, oh, I shouldn't do this anymore. Like I knew it 100%. I was confident. I knew that I was where I was supposed to be. And this is what like, this is what I try to tell you all the time. This is what I see in you. When I watch you do this when I watch you with people when I watch you get ready like you are this morning when you do what you do and you pray with people and you help them get homes and you get happy for them and you get so excited like those of you who don't know Abby you can't fake it Abby gives you one of the best introductions hi how are you it's not <laughs> fake it's real we get it all the time um I see you that way and I go this is it for you, you like you found mm -hmm. it I think most of people spend their whole life looking for it and you've already found it. And I feel like it's just living it out now. Mm -hmm. And so what I wanted to ask you, though, is clearly there's some hard times ahead. Clear mm -hmm. three months, no money, chasing down clients, getting locked out of a house, costing you more money, borrowing mm -hmm. money for groceries for your family. Mm -hmm. And you believe something. Mm -hmm. You believe that God has put this apart for you. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling and how do you get past those feelings of, I'm going to quit? Like, what role does your faith have in those moments where you want to quit? I think what helped me is getting up at 5 o'clock every morning with you and doing, we were, we were doing this Bible study where we were praying and then the Lord would speak a scripture to us. Yeah. And I remember specifically there was one day, I can't even quote the verse, but it was in the Old Testament. And it just... Throw it out there. Specifically said that on this day, on September 24th, it said this in the Bible, on okay. the 24th day of the ninth of this month, month, Yep. it said, um, 
the promise will come to pass. Wow. And then what happened? On, I'm not even joking you. On that this. day is the day that I submitted my first mm. offer. For this lady? Yep. Okay. And then what happened? So I'm like, okay, well, surely God's not going to let this fail. So I kept going and I kept driving and I kept, um, I, I just kept pursuing it. Sure. And we got under contract. We did the inspection. We got past inspection. So this is the ha- now it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Here we yes, go. Here I I'm go. I'm a real estate agent. Yes. yes. So I'm going to close a deal. I'm going to make some money. I'm real estate in the crap out of this thing. Here yep. we go. Yeah. And then? And then the same, it ended up, um, she couldn't qualify for the loan. Oh. Three days before closing. Three days before closing. Yeah. You were gone. You were in the Dominican Republic. I remember doing a missions trip. Doing a missions trip. Oh, God. I was on my way to the airport to pick you up. I mm-hmm. got a phone call mm-hmm. that said, um, it was my client and said, Abby, I'm not going to, I didn't qualify for the loan. I got a loan denial. And I'm like, oh. And oh so. Oh, God. Um, Three days before Hung closing. up the phone. Then I got another phone call from another client that we're actually meeting today. Oh. And he said, hey, Abby, I want to buy a home for my son. Wow. Can we get on that like ASAP? So you didn't even have time to like no. mope. So in that same period, one contract fell through. Another client wanted to buy a home. Hmm. And I got to pick you up from the Dominican here, everything that you did. Um, with ministry and over there in baseball. Wow. So that was, I'll never wow. forget that day. So now that I've done this for over a year, and I think we've done over 45 or 50 deals this year. Yeah. I That story means more to me right now than anything because I did not realize it was three days until closing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. I can taste it. I can smell it. Yeah. And boom. Mm-hmm. So what happened next? These other clients call you. They want to buy a home for their son. What happens? Yeah. So this was back when you could close a deal in 15 days. And that's exactly what we did. We found a 15 home. 15 days. We found a home and closed in 15 days. But it was not with that lady. Nope. And did that lady ever get a house? Um. No, she did not. She actually went. She was a really sweet Christian lady, too, and she went on a mission trip to Africa. And she ain't been back. Not that I know of. Not that we know of. I can't get a hold of her. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, 15 days. Yeah. So, your first deal, you closed in 15 days. Mm Mm-hmm. Cash deal? Uh, No. I don't remember. Because remember, I didn't even know anything about real estate. I think it was... I, I don't I don't remember that was why so, fifteen days. <laughs> uh, oh, because that's how quick lenders were closing deals then, because things were just moving fast. Fifteen days yeah, fast. Yeah, it was with Ben at Onkyo. He did that in fifteen days. Shout out to Ben Andrews at Onkyo Financial. Yeah. Wow. Okay, we're gonna have to give you a phone call after this. Fifteen days on your first deal. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. Went good. It went well. It was and smooth. Then, and then what happened? With your career after that first closing? Oh, and then I got a call to put a home on the market. Mm -hmm. um, And it was a sell-by. And then things just started rolling. And then it was people from our church started Mm -hmm. contacting me. Yeah. um, And just from, and then I had, I remember having so much business for a first time. Like it was my first year in real estate. Mm -hmm. 
that I got burned out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do this all. Yeah, you actually like announced six, to the world, I'm yeah. taking a two month break. Yep, during the was, summer. It was I closed six deals, and then I'm in a like, month. I, yeah. Okay. And I'm like, I can't. I can't. I can't anymore. Can't. I can't. need help because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we went to New Mexico. Yep. My grandfather, so he, when he was 91, he ran in the National Senior Olympics in mm-hmm. New Mexico. And won gold medals. Two gold medals. Yep. So, but that was the time I'm like, hey, I'm just going to take two. I can do that. I made more money than I've ever made in my life. Yeah, and, and we were eating nice, yep. and we traveled, and we weren't sweating it for the first time ever. Yeah, and Things you were, were going to school. Yeah, so... <laughs> I, yeah, my story, I guess. Oh, wait, that wasn't until a year later. It wasn't yeah. then yet. You, yeah. you, you kept going. So I was like, yeah, we're not there yet. But how I got sucked into that, that's to, to be to be seen uh, coming soon. But uh, where I wanted to go with this is like, um, I just remember you start winning awards and coming home with gift cards. And then you winning all the, you want a television, you want all these different things on your team. It was a cruise. Excited, you want a cruise. And you just got that twinkle in your eye. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you go, you look like you're floating. You're just floating. You just you love what you do. I you're putting out signs in the middle of summer, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would help you do that. And I would watch you in your heels walk across the street, floating. Just look like you never hit the ground. I'm like, I love this, dude. She mm-hmm. loves what she does. And then I watched you with people because the one thing I've always told you is, I don't do business. I'm in the people business, yeah. and this can't be about money. So I watched you, and I was like, I'm not. You know, I've been around money my whole life. I didn't necessarily have it, but I've been around it, especially Major League Baseball, baseball and the cesspool of what money does to people. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that interested in it, and I was like watching to see is this about money? Like, I wanted to know what what made you tick. Why did you love this so much? What is real estate? Because I didn't understand it. It's more mm-hmm. than uh, than just what meets the eye. I would say, and what makes you do what you do? Why do you love this so much? What makes you float? It's relationships, 100%, because mm-hmm. you're you're walking through something with somebody, and it's probably the biggest financial decision that they'll ever make, buying a home and selling a home, for most people, not everybody. but mm-hmm. um, And it's such a vulnerable time that you literally get to know a person because the good, the bad, and the ugly come out in that moment. Mm. and from the from people from from people Mm -hmm. and because it's a stressful time emotions you know are high because it's a huge life change not only are you moving packing up your home and moving somewhere else but you're also spending a lot of money yeah so it gets stressful and husband and wife if if there's a husband and a wife still working jobs yeah they're they're working and they're trying to work together to pick a house and wow um communicate so for me, I'm like, oh, we need God for this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is such an opportunity that um, we have to rely on Him. Like, I love what I do because God's using the gifts and talents that He's given me and the wisdom that He's given me through real estate and my experiences. That it's not about being a great real estate agent, it's about being a great communicator, Mm. a great relational person, caring for somebody and letting them know that, Hey, you're not going to leave them. They're not all, they're not doing this on their own. Like they've hired you to do a job. Right. And so that's what, that's what wakes me up in the morning to do what I do is. I just had a thought. Could you say that since you're in the life change business, because buying or selling and buying a home and moving is a life changing decision oftentimes, you know, absolutely. So 
but it, well, the thought I had hearing you talk, and this was just hearing you talk, was not only does it, are you in the life-changing business for others, but real estate changed your life along the way. Would you agree with that? 100%. And how so? The growth that you experience. So for me, my personality, I don't like conflict. True. I don't like negativity. I don't like drama. I and don't. there's never any of that in real estate. <laughs> Ever. It has grown me so much because now when I'm faced with conflict, I'm like, if I don't face this, I am not doing justice for my client. Right. And so it's, I got to take that phone call. Yeah. I got to make that phone call. I got to verify. Yeah. I got to dig in a little bit. Even though I don't want to, mm -hmm. it's better for my client that they know and that you be honest with them and communicate than not telling them anything because you're scared. Right. Of conflict right. or to face that. A hard conversation yeah. or getting cussed out or yep. any of that. Right. Because they need representation. Mm -hmm. And it's not just that they need representation. It's not about winning and losing. It's more than that. It's about representing, hey, their kids, mm -hmm. their job that they're moving to. It representing their motivation for why they're selling their home, having the carpet pulled out from underneath them and buying a home. Right. Or maybe this dream that, hey, I'm trying to improve a lifestyle for my family. Maybe me and my wife need more space because we're fighting too much. Mm -hmm. I need my own garage. I need my own workspace. And the dogs are jumping on me. Maybe the kids moved out and it's just me and her. We need to downsize. But you're representing more than just trying to win mm -hmm. in, a, in a purchase contract or a contract situation. You're representing their life. Yeah. And they're not always going to react the way you want them to react. Yeah. And they don't always agree with you or see where you're coming from. Or understand how it works. Right. But we aren't there to make decisions for them. Mm -hmm. We're there to guide them and to advise them. And what's your best, because this whole praying realtors thing, mm -hmm. this is the praying realtors podcast. What's your best tool for doing that with your clients when you're, when you're having that adversity? So... Uh, this is where it all started because because I don't like conflict. I've really it's more for me, I think, and my clients get to benefit from it. But I literally get to surrender everything to the Lord and say, so? "Hey, hey, God." Romans eight twenty eight says, "All things work for the good of those who love God and work according to His purpose." And if your purpose is for my clients to move, God, we're just gonna. I need to surrender that. Mm. And so praying with them, and I we we don't force prayer on anybody. Can't. But I always ask at some point in the in the transaction. And you have hey, been very admirably bold and sweet with your asks. I've mm -hmm. seen you. I'm I, as a pastor. I've seen you pray with people in situations I would have never done, but mm -hmm. you just you just you just knew it and you went for it. And I don't think it's just me knowing when to do it. It's the Holy Spirit prompting me, saying, "Rely on me," mm -hmm. or. And just praying with them saying, hey, this is a really big decision and the odds are kind of against you. Uh, as I want to do every time we do this and you hear our voice at the sound of my voice on behalf of Abby, this is Casey Chavez, Abby and Casey Chavez at EXP Realty, the praying realtors. Uh, I want to pray this blessing over you and then you go out and do what you do. Mm -hmm. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift you up and his countenance up on you and give you peace. And may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations to your children and their children and their children. Amen. Amen.